0: Vegas Fever podcast. Jason and Paula here with you on a Tuesday before UNLV takes on uh, Reno. That's what we're calling them now because UNLV beat them last time. So they're Reno. Taking them on in Reno this time at Lawler Events Center uh, tonight. Game will be late on the East, but uh, pretty early on the West. So tune in for that one. UNLV 16 wins. Uh, in Kevin Kruger's first year, pretty impressive. A couple of really good wins last week for UNLV against Fresno State and Colorado State. Uh, top five team UNLV is now in the Mountain West. Uh, 16 and 11, and eight and six. They're 11 and three at the Thomas & Mack Center too. So, which is where the Mountain West tournament will be played yet again this year, and I think for the first time in quite a number of years. Uh, people are talking about UNLV being able to do something in the conference tournament. Uh, maybe even get to the finals or win it. And that's what they're going to need to make the NCAA tournament. (laughs) Um, but that's not unusual. Paula's here. She's sitting right here next to me with her new hair, uh, that I'm responsible for doing. And it looks pretty damn good. (laughs) Just saying. Um, Day to day, Paul is though, so I think I'm gonna, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna have to pull. I'm gonna uh, a, a little bit more, but she's here because we do this every time together. So mm-hmm. there's no one I'd rather do this with. Um, so I mean obviously Boise State at the top of the Mountain West, uh Wyoming, San Diego State, Colorado State, but then UNLV in fifth. And that you know, UNLV if the if the season ended today would get Colorado State in the first round and they've beaten them twice. Uh so I think that's a comfortable matchup. I think avoiding San Diego State at all costs is the is the goal because what eight or nine times in a row? San Diego State has beaten UNLV. San Diego State seems to put UNLV out of the tournament like just about every single year. And right now, if the standings stay the way they are the last four games of the season, you've got UNLV probably avoiding them um until the championship game, if it gets that far. UNLV is not afraid of you know of Boise State. They almost beat them. I don't think UNLV is afraid of Wyoming. UNLV is going to get Wyoming uh, coming up at the thompson Mack Center. Uh, I, I don't. I don't think that they're worried about them. They're not worried about Colorado State. Uh, San Diego State is kryptonite for UNLV, and I think that in order to get to the NCAA tournament, UNLV at this point is going to have to win three games in three days. And I don't really. I, I don't really see them slipping down i mean i guess they well, could The greatest
1: you know thing maybe the teams will underestimate them because they're notoriously bad so
0: i mean you haven't had to worry about you right
1: the past in a while
0: number of years what's not going to catch anybody so it's by surprise throwaway
1: game true true and they'll maybe treat it as such i don't know
0: well, if they get color it's very hard to beat a team three times in the same year if they get colorado state again colorado, colorado state will have their attention on UNOV and Bryce Hamilton specifically, who's going to be the player of the year in the conference. Bryce Hamilton should be the player of the year in the Mountain West. There's no doubt about it. If it doesn't happen, it's it's highway robbery because he's been the best player, leaps and bounds. And he's not going to any, catch anyone by surprise. UNOV has, has turned some heads. And I think that coaches in the league really need to take advantage of – extra prep when it comes to facing players like Hamilton who right. are really dangerous from behind the three point line well, like and on they the inside.
1: I had to think about UNLV Yeah, several years. It was always an
0: afterthought. Uh can't really say enough about Kevin Kruger and company. Um 16 wins, 4 games left to go. Uh they will get obviously Reno tonight, then they get Boise State Saturday at the Thompson Mac, they get Wyoming. Wednesday, March 2nd, at Thomas and Mac, that's senior day, and then they go to New Mexico. And uh, I mean, in my opinion, all these games are winnable. See, a couple of weeks ago, I'm thinking to myself, these games are not winnable. Like, I mean, you know, when UNOV had like eight, ten games left, I'm like, this is going to be rough. But But they've been winning. They've been winning them. You know, they lost at Air Force early in the year, came back and beat them. They lost at Fresno State, came back, you know, they lost against Fresno State at Thomas and Mac early in the year, came back to beat them in Fresno. Swept Colorado State it just seems almost beat Boise. Like
1: the morale is up. Way up. Right. And it's nice Way to up. see. Way up. Whether they win or lose.
0: Yeah. Like you like UNOV Twitter is like alive again. You know, for the first time in a number of years. Right. You know. The guys who run UNLV's Twitter are fantastic and they get a lot of people's attention with you know with their tweets. Yeah. You know. And it's pretty exciting. You know, obviously the, you know, this is the first, the first game against Fresno state last week was the first time that there was no mask mandate or no vaccine mandate. I should say for the Thomas and Mac center where fans could go and, and watch. And the crowd wasn't like spectacular. Yeah. I think it's gonna that's going to take, take time. time. Yeah. That's good. you know, it's going to take a lot of time, but there's been more students, and they're there, you know, and the university's been giving more things away to the students if they choose to go. So that might have something to do about it. You know, whoever listens to us and lives in Vegas and is a UNLV fan and used to go to games should go to games.
1: If they can, yeah. People
0: should go to games. Because
1: it's not crazy expensive like it used to be that's for damn sure no
0: they're giving tickets away practically giving them and i see people on twitter giving them away I mean, too it
1: used to cost so much money
0: yeah you used to like lose limbs you know what i mean just to get out to the Thompson Act, but it's really really affordable now they're putting a good product product on out on the court for the first time in a number of years so we talked a lot about like kevin and lon's first season respectively, against each other, Kevin's having a better year than Lon's first year. Mm-hmm. So what what does that mean for the program going forward? Like, nothing but good okay, things. well,
1: yeah, but I mean, like...
0: Nothing but good things. This is, his fir- this is his first year coaching. But he's Lon also, had a million years experience. But he's also experience. has his
1: father in his ear. And That's true. all his father's
0: experience. Yeah, he's got Carlin Hartman, too. And Carlin Hartman is a big deal for a young first-time coach because he that dude's been around the block. And that is kevin Kruger's right hand as opposed to you know you know lon being his left hand and maybe this guy you know carlin hartman being his right hand you know i i mean it's nothing but good for unlv and you know no matter what happens to them no matter what happens that they do really really good stuff successful year um unlv lady rebels having a really good year too they're 22 and Mm 4, you know, I believe. And they've won what, 12 games in a row? I mean, it's insane. Uh, 22 and 4, 14 and 1 in conference. I mean, they're probably going to win the conference uh, regular season. They'll probably still have to win the conference tournament to get in. Um, But, you know, Lindy LaRoque in her, I don't know if it's LaRoque or LaRocque (laughs) – You know, she went to high school, I believe, in Vegas, and she was on Stanford' their staff, and UNLV hired her a couple years ago. And what a what a hire! Mm. Because thirteen and one at home, nine and two away, they've won twelve in a row. Like I said, I mean, if the football program could pick it up, you know, and do something, that would just be great because they've got all the tools. Um. You know, and I think that UNLV football, you know, eventually, the world says that eventually UNLV will be good in whose lifetime, I'm not sure. But the the world says this. Not every team is bad forever. Okay. I might be 80 when this happens, but it, it, it will happen. Maybe. You know, they've got some good transfers coming in. So hope hope for good things for UNLV (laughs) football, uh, for sure. Um, I think that's all I want to cover on UNLV. Mm. Uh, Golden Knights. (laughs) So we're now in the Jack Eichel era. You know, and it started off
1: of an error, but
0: okay. Start started off rough. Um, He has one goal. He's got one goal, two assists, and he's on pace for like thirty something goals if he scores one in every game. You know, just saying. But you know that on pace that on pace crap is stupid. You know what I mean? Like people always do, like oh, uh, this guy's on pace for this. Yeah, most people don't keep up that pace. So, um, last Wednesday, Golden Knights. Uh, took it on the chin literally uh to Ew. yeah uh to Colorado 2 nothing and that chin comment sorry that's that was a little rough nolan patrick took it on the chin and in the first like minute or two of the game yeah. from nathan mckinnon now nathan mckinnon would be a great golden knight but he's an asshole because now <laughs> n- now look <laughs> that's look that's so contradiction look, look. Well, Con- <laughs> I, I mean <laughs> Whatever. Right.
1: I'm, I'm having
0: issues. So. So, so so there are a couple of like so like Tomas Hurdle, like the San Jose San Jose guy, he'd be a great Golden Knight. Like like there are certain players that would be great Golden Knights, but you just don't like them right now because of affiliation that they currently have. Gotcha. So I'm not saying that every hockey player knows the situation, but Nathan McKinnon should have should have pulled up a chair maybe before the game and known that. Nolan Patrick has had a history of head injuries. So maybe before you hit a guy that has a history of, of of head injuries, maybe you should let him look at you first before you nail him. I think that's the most respectable thing to do. Now, did Nolan Patrick kind of put his face where it didn't belong? I mean, it's possible, like there's two sides of it, but it was rough. And it put him out, and Look, he's probably going to be there's out. There's those
1: players that play right on the line of being dirty, and they will play that. And I don't really agree with it, but if you can't play fair and win, then
0: well, he's a physical guy, right? Yeah, you, you, you know, and you know Vegas had a physical guy for a few years in Ryan Reeves, right? Yeah, so we. we have- Colasar, who, who scored a goal, okay. Colasar is that he's that little engine dude that could like he's like I think I can I think I can get in a fight you know what I mean and he tries so hard. He William wants Ca- to
1: be Reeves.
0: William Carrier is more Reeves than than Colasar. Yeah, so. You know you know Carrier is a real thorn pain in the ass for other people. Um, on opposite teams, real physical dude. You know I think that you know you know obviously Nolan Patrick's going to be out for a little bit. I I mean, I feel so bad for the guy because he was second overall pick in the same draft as Cody Glass, right? The Knights' first draft year. He was second and Cody Glass was sixth. And neither one of them can just do anything, you know? And this guy has just been up and down with the head and neck injuries. It's just, it's sad. Mm-hmm. Now look, does that hit happen to anyone who's in that spot? Probably. But because it's this guy, it raises eyebrows. There was no, now there was a penalty given, no major, no suspension, no ejection, no fine, no nothing. Which is a little surprising because they've the NHL fines people for less, in, in my opinion, and 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 lighter fouls.
1: Right.
0: Not even a fine. Not even like a thousand or two. You know what I mean? Like, well, you, you know, like something. That is
1: pretty surprising. Huh? They
0: gave this guy nothing except the penalty at the time. And they only blew the whistle because it looked so bad. Or else they wouldn't have. And that would have just went par with the course of everything else that happened, which was nothing. Hmm. So why even bother? They did it because it was like a whole bunch of, like, the Knights bench went nuts. The fans went nuts. So the referees are like, oh, oh, okay, fine. We'll call something. Because we have to. So... You know, and it didn't really do a damn thing because Colorado took down the Golden Knights in the Golden Knights first game with Jack Eichel. Um, Two nights later, the Golden Knights faced L.A. at T-Mobile Arena again, and the Knights wound up getting a point out of this, even though they probably didn't deserve it. But, you know, four to three, L.A. took the game. Uh, Eichel with an assist. Uh, these mm-hmm. games were both bressois, that's right, because Logan Thompson started on Sunday against the Sharks. So, these games were both bressois, and you can look at it like this you can look at it like he gave up six goals, but Laurent Bressois is pretty solid overall. I think that when he now he's not a long term, um, he's not a long term fix, but uh. Sorry. You know, sometimes you just get a, wh- you know, a look at somebody's phone screen. What are we, what are we looking at here? What are we looking at? Okay. It's,
1: uh,
0: it's a, it's a meme reference to Pokemon. Apparently, very dirty Pokemon. Um, Brisoire is good in 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 short bursts, mm-hmm. you know. But he's not gonna, he's not gonna win you a Stanley Cup.
1: Um, I was really impressed with Logan Thompson. yes
0: yeah so absolutely so sunday logan thompson get his first nhl win jack eichel gets his first nhl goal it happens in the same game they beat san jose four to one they get back on the winning side of things and they better pick it up because they were like a week or two ago they were seven points ahead of calgary and calgary is ahead of them now and for first calgary 66 points the golden eyed 62
1: wow they've
0: won like 10 or 11 games in a row calgary like it's They've turned That's it insane. on, and then right behind them is Edmonton and, and L.A., 59 points apiece, and the Ducks at they 57 got beat points apiece.
1: by L.A., so.
0: Yeah, they did. Um, right now, it would be, let's see, Calgary, Vegas, Edmonton, and the Pacific to advance uh, to the playoffs. The Avalanche, still 76 points, best team in the West, uh, They should, best team in the league. Florida, 75 points. Carolina, 74 points. Uh, Two-time defending champion Tampa Bay Lightning, 70 points. Um, You know, so basically for Vegas, it's extremely important that they get Jack Eichel going. Look, it's going to take time. We've seen, you know, take time for Pacioretty, seen it take time for Petrangelo, et cetera. Jack looks good. He just needs more time to get into game speed shape and that's going to come and i think it's all going to come together at a really really good time obviously we don't know about stone we don't know about leonard although i've heard that it's not serious with leonard it's more shorter term than longer term however rumors are out there that the golden knights have talked to the rangers and the islanders for their goaltenders uh varlamov and They're
1: not flurry
0: no, well i mean the flurry talk was early was very very right at the beginning mm-hmm. i believe l- look these reports come out from big news outlets and i believe that they have but the, i believe that they've also talked to other teams as well it's no secret that flurry's gonna move probably at the trade deadline he made a comment that he just wants to go to a winner and i made a comment that if he goes to colorado vegas can kiss this shit goodbye mm and deservingly so. You got rid of that dude to dump cap space. He ends up in your backyard. You.
1: Yeah, these people
0: didn't back. think it was going to happen.
1: Maybe he'll come back to Vegas.
0: I don't know. How do they make that work? Because you got to think about it cap space wise. You bring anybody in, you've got to get rid of people now. Do I care if they get rid of Brussois? No. You need
1: to get rid of Leonard.
0: Well, get rid of Leonard and Brussois and then have exactly what I talked about from day one. I talked about Marc Andre Fleury taking Logan Thompson, making him a little Logan Andre Fleury. Okay. And then let's go. Because Fleury's only got a couple of years. Let's face it. It's called father time. The man is amazing, but he's going to hang it up at some point. And when he does, he could teach this guy a thing or two. That's what they should have did in the first place. So if you want to send them away, Leonard and Tom, you know Leonard and Brassois, I don't care. Because those dudes aren't winning you the Stanley Cup. And there's a lot of Leonard fans. For sure. And I think Robin Leonard's a fantastic dude and a fantastic player. I just think that they made the wrong choice. At first, I will be the first one to say I think that it was a good choice. But it was not. Because Marc-Andre Fleury showed us otherwise. So it doesn't it doesn't appear to be long with Leonard. It appears probably to be longer with Stone. Yeah. But I feel like I'm not going to waver from this point that I feel like in in May, when the playoffs are ramping up, Vegas is in a really, really good spot. I don't care if they win the Pacific. I don't care if they just barely get in. Vegas is a better road team than a home team.
1: Yeah, but They, they just they still need to want get in, to
0: win. of course. But they'll get home games. They just won't start off at home. Wow. They'll get home games. I think
1: hoping you're, to win is a good thing. You're
0: guaranteed two. You know what I mean. You're only guaranteed two anyway. Honestly, if you start off with them, yeah, Vegas is going to be like, yeah, the know, first home two games, right? On, True.
1: At the T-Mobile.
0: Now, as far as the President's Trophy, which is the best team during the regular season. That historically has proved to not be worth a shit. Colorado had it last year, and they went out to Vegas in the second round. I think the last presidential trophy winner was the Blackhawks, and that was like, what was it, 9 or 10 It was a long time ago. The president's trophy doesn't mean jack squat. So for Vegas, just play as well as you possibly can. Points. Points are super important because this is the time in the schedule where – Coming up, VGK is going to be very, very busy. So I think they've got 30 games in like 60 days. That's a game every other night. Consistently. No breaks starting March 1st.
1: It's going to be very busy. So
0: let's go. Stop. You know, stop with these bullshit end of the first or early second or end of the second. Just lulls garbage shit. This team is a championship team so many people can't stay in this organization who's outside who's an outside fan because of everything that's happened since day one and because Vegas has been so good so fucking act like it mm-hmm. there's no reason that you go through a couple of coaches right different players and you still have the same issues it's mental let's move past it and Vegas is way way better than that um for the Golden Knights this week they will get. Arizona, Uh, that will be in Arizona. Um, One of the final times that Vegas will appear at the uh, uh, Gila River, Gila River Arena, whatever the hell it is, because they're going to go play in a Cracker Jack box next year. Um, They play, let's see, so Arizona, Friday in Arizona, they get it's a back-to-back Colorado at T-Mobile again on Saturday. And then you get uh, San Jose coming to T-Mobile on Tuesday, March 1st, uh, before the schedule really, really, really ramps up. I really, really, really feel that it's necessary to talk about the Oakland A's to Vegas because there has been a little bit of movement. So with uh, Oakland – getting some stupid infrastructure agreement done in Oakland, which means nothing. That's more for the city. There was some paper that some city council people approved. Whoop-de-damn-do. It actually means nothing because they've got bids on – now, this is per Mick acres of the uh, LVRJ. Four or five offers the Oakland A's have on different property out in Vegas, all – by the Strip.
1: Right.
0: It's it, it's obvious where a couple of them are. I mean, obviously, Sahara and Las Vegas Boulevard, that patch of dirt right there in the corner.
1: Where they put oh, the festival. Right.
0: That patch. Obviously, down by the South Point Ugh. is another. Now, I don't know exactly where the other ones are. Well, the, the Tropicana site that they want to build, tear down, and put into a baseball. That's three obvious ones right there. Um, you know, Dave Cavall, the president of the A's wants to be near in that district. And I wonder if Cashman is, is, is another, it, it, it's interesting because the mayor has said, we'll give it to you. Yeah. You said that y- y'all just revitalize it. We'll give it to you. And that's the best offer that you can really get is free, <laughs> you know,
1: it's not free, well, right?
0: I mean, it's going to cost a lot of money, but you know, the, you know, I mean, the it's land, a dump,
1: but
0: it, true, but it, it would be beautiful if somebody went in there and redid it. If somebody went in there, put some shovels in, cleaned it up, it it would be a good area. It hasn't been for a while, but it it needs love. It needs love. Anyway, they got some offers out on some properties, and they've been here a handful of times. They seem – now, reading the article, they seem very focused on what they're doing in Las Vegas, and people think it's leverage. There are some folks who do believe it's leverage. And Vegas has been leveraged before, but Vegas was leveraged before they got the golden Knights, the Raiders right, so and the MLS the is coming too. It's
1: like a ploy to get
0: right. Which is program. what happened early two thousands with Vegas, like every other year. Well, if, well, if we don't get what we want here, we'll move to Vegas. Everyone's like, Oh no, we'll give you what you want. And it would be done. The Montreal Expos, when they moved to DC and became the nationals, a uh, major league baseball, they were using Vegas for leverage. There's been some NBA teams, that have done that every sport has had its, right, its, its it's it's turn using vegas you know as leverage and those days are done because you've got the golden knights you got the raiders you got WNBA, you got mls coming you've got you've got you know everything i i i don't think that we're talking about that here i think they're serious because like the raiders they can't get nothing done with 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 the city with the mayor's office, with the county, it's like ta- it's like talking to your ass. You, you you know what I mean? And Vegas is is sexy. Vegas is Vegas is that you know that rebound girl, right? Are are, are you gonna go with her? Or are you gonna go? Or are you gonna go back to you know good old you know faithful, right? That but but Oakland is not just the original. It's it's eroding. You know what I mean? Oakland is not what it was 30, 40 years ago and they need a park and they're not going to get it it, without songs and dances and Vegas is waiting. So have to keep an eye on that. Look, MLS news is pretty much like, I mean that, that shit's a done deal. I mean, we're just waiting for, you know, where's the stadium going to be and who's going to build it because they're going to be the newest team in the MLS by 2026. I mean, we all know that. Um, Anything else? No, I don't think so. I okay. think we covered all. You have anything to to add? Uh please subscribe. Uh, listen, tell your friends, leave us some comments, you know, let us know yeah, how you feel.
1: With so many games coming up, we're gonna be trying to, you know, catch up and do a weekly I mean we've been pretty good lately,
0: so we've been consistent. Yeah. Which is which is good. Um had a couple of podcast appearances rescheduled, uh, and we'll let you know when those are. Yep. um got some exciting stuff in the works we'll let you all know about that as well we have been
1: saying that for like well a month, you know good but, things you know? good
0: things take time
1: um okay
0: but or on that I think uh I think we're good here uh, everybody uh stay safe be safe uh give us a shout give us some comments listen subscribe we'll talk to you guys later bye bye